They say that God don't make no mistakes. And as a man, learn how to pump your brakes. Turn down the wrong road and ain't no escapes. I'm at a crossroads. Either way, ain't a such thing as an easy day. Just gotta keep it moving and keep the faith. Put your game face on and show up and play. If you do it, better do that thing all the way. Win some, lose some. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me for episode number five, Two Sides of a Coin. Now, today, I am going to present what I usually would do on my blogs, which is the astrology ride of the day. So, today, I'm going to present a ride of the day. Now, I'm going to start this off with a question. If you are interested in something and someone you're around does that how would you spend that time would you use the time to show that person how much you know or would you use the time to ask questions about things you may not know when riding around I choose the latter I find out what someone does for a living, and if I'm interested in that, I will use the time and pepper them with questions of things that I may not want to know. Uh, that could be helpful to me. Well, today's ride, this ride started off with her husband uh, taking a look at my sweatshirt saying, oh, my wife is going to love you. I said to him, why is that? He said, you'll see as she walks out the house and sees my sweatshirt. Oh, I love astrology, she says. You know, and to be honest, it's really cool when people know a little something about astrology. I tell her, you know, yes, I read birth charts. If you have a conversation with someone who is in astrology, you know, the the first question people will ask you is about your three major signs, your sun, moon, and astrology, in uh, uh, rising sign. And in true astrology chat, she blurts out her three major signs. As she was talking, I'm putting her chart together in my head. Now that I have a picture of the chart in my head, I start speaking to her about her chart, but I didn't get too far. Instead of asking the astrologer questions, she used the time to tell me how much she knew about her chart. Everything, but you know, everything she was saying was like general information that you can get from like Cafe Astrology or a website that. Uh, gives you your birth chart breakdown. Honestly, she knew. Uh, she knew about her three majors, but I could tell she really didn't know that much because I started asking her about other placements, and she had to pull her birth chart up to uh, to tell me those placements. She didn't know where her Saturn was which was in Sagittarius. She didn't know where her north node was, which was 
and Aries. So what made her the ride of the day? Because I've had people before that knew things about her chart. And so what made her interesting? Well, she is an agnostic preacher's daughter who is also married to an agnostic husband that doesn't subscribe to astrology. She's an Aries rising. Her mom is also an Aries. She has Jupiter and North Node in her first house. She is a six-house Virgo sun with Mercury and Venus also in her sixth house. She has an Aquarius moon with a Pluto and Scorpio, which is her father in the eighth. Her father is a Scorpio. Her Gemini husband has the same Saturn and North Node placement. I don't know the houses because he didn't actually know his time of birth. Why did this conversation feel like I was in a competition with someone? It's probably because of that first house placement. Um, When you have a planet or something placed in the first house, it colors the and adds to uh, the the outlook on the person. It adds to the rising sign energy. So if you put Jupiter in her first house, along with being an Aries rising, um. Jupiter is big, bold, and expansive. And Aries is the warrior who needs a battle. Hence, we get into this conversation about astrology and it feels like a contest on who knows the most. Now, Aquarius rules astrology. Her moon which is our emotional body, her moon sign is Aquarius. Hence, the comment from the husband about my wife will love you and explains her love for astrology. Saturn in Sagittarius, Sagittarius rules high learning in our beliefs, um, and being an agnostic daughter of a Baptist preacher, I think speaks to Oh, as well as marrying someone who's agnostic. Uh, And she got married during her Saturn return. I'm pretty sure this may have caused a few waves throughout the family. Another way her Saturn, Sagittarius Saturn was showing up was she had a hard time listening. She was more interested in professing her knowledge that she was actually missing out on something that could have taken her knowledge a little deeper, which speaks to her Pluto and Scorpio, you know, uh, digging deeper, being the detective. And it could be the reason why she attracted a Gemini husband. Gemini is the opposite of Sagittarius. Gemini rules the third house. 
third house is communication. Gemini is the twins. There's two sides of a conversation, talking and listening. Gemini's can do both. Sagittarius people, they kind of like to talk a lot. They don't listen too well. Now, speaking of the Sag, she also spoke about how she is surrounded by Sagittarius people. If she took the time to uh, look at her Saturn, she probably would understand why the universe is putting so many Sagittarius people around her. She also has her North Node in Aries, but I'll get back to that. While this conversation was going on, her Gemini husband in true Gemini form was playing on his phone the whole time. You know, Geminis don't like mental boredom. He also was quiet most of the ride, only saying things when I asked him a question. You know, he also has his Saturn and Sag, and he's agnostic, which would probably speak to his Sag. But not like her, but not like her, his Saturn and Sag could actually mean that he doesn't speak enough. Now let's go to their nodes in Aries. One of the questions I did ask him is, how does he feel about confrontations? It wasn't one of his favorite things to do. He kind of shies away from um, arguments and stuff like that. So here it is, two people married. They have the same Saturn and same North Node, but totally two different expressions of the same life lesson energy. To simplify this, you know, what I what I mean by this, let's just say she has too much Aries energy and she needs to learn to uh, back it down a little bit and learn how to listen a little bit more. And he needs to pump up his Aries energy, uh, step into confrontations head on, and speak up and speak out more. I can also see why he attracted her into his universe. Now, I know you're probably thinking, Paul, you didn't speak to any of the Virgo placements, you know, about her Virgo stuff, like her Virgo son, uh, Mercury, and stuff like that. Well, shout out to Walter Astrology, who helped me with this point, point this out, why she may be agnostic, you know. When you look at Virgo, Virgos like details. They they like the details of things. They like to be right about things. And remember I said um, something about her chart. Every time I would say something about her chart, she would tell me something she knew about it. Well, what she didn't know 
about Saturn. She didn't know about her Saturn in the North Node. And depending on which astrologer you may ask, those two planets and points are considered two of the most important points in astrology. And she didn't know anything about it. So how does this fit into the story? Um, Well, the agnostic preacher's daughter is so caught up in the Virgo details of astrology that she's failing to look at the bigger picture of astrology. Sagittarius can see the big picture. She's not really agnostic because... She believes in astrology. And astrology and astrologers actually believe in a higher power. They may use a different word for it, but they actually are not agnostic. She doesn't actually see this because she's so caught up in the details of astrology aspects and and all the other stuff that she is missing the big picture also her father which is a sticking point for her Pluto the pre the Baptist preacher she doesn't realize that she's actually just like him. How do I know? Because just judging by her husband's statement to me from my sweatshirt, my wife is going to love you. Now, if that's the case, and think about it, She used the time to tell me all she knew about astrology. And I was an astrologer. I'm sure I'm not the only one that she is telling about astrology. And if she is telling others about astrology, she's actually preaching an ideology just like her father. She's just using a different tool. I hope one day she actually realizes that she is not agnostic if she subscribes to astrology. But to see that, she has to get out of the weeds and embrace her Sagittarius Saturn sign. Good luck with that. Now I'm going to flip the coin. What do I mean by that? I got another rider. But she just happens to be opposite the other person. The other rider. The other rider was an Aries rising. So that means her chart starts with Aries and it's pretty much the traditional chart 
the next rider was a Libra rising, which is the opposite sign of Aries, and actually makes all of her houses, house cusps, the opposite signs of the house that they rule. Now, being a Libra rising, Libra is ruled by Venus, and Venus is the planet of love and beauty. She also had her moon in her first house, which makes her a double Libra. Now, when you, like I said before earlier, when you have a planet or a planets in the first house, it kind of amplifies that energy. So, with her, with a planet in the first house and being a Libra rising, um, this female looked like she could have been a prom queen or beauty queen or something like that. She's very attractive. So, why is she the other ride of the day and why am I presenting her? Because she was totally opposite of the Aries rising. Instead of not having instead of having too much Aries energy she didn't have enough Aries energy and she was doing the Libra thing. She was too accommodating. What also stood out was she had a grand trine in air. But I'll get back to that. She is also currently going through her Saturn return. Which means Saturn is in Capricorn. Her, in her natal chart. And what makes her going through her Saturn return? Because Saturn is currently passing through Capricorn. Now, Capricorn is an earth sign. So, this points to earth issues could be around money or and insecurity and stuff like that, groundedness. And put it with Capricorn, uh, her, her issue could be something work-related. Her Saturn also sits in the fourth house of home, family, and roots. So this could also point to her issue that, you know, she's going through. Now, when I'm doing a reading, I kind of look at a reading like some of the best interviewers in the a, in a world approach their interviews. What makes somebody a good interviewer is they aren't scared to ask the hard questions. So you budding astrologers out there who's learning astrology and learning how to and doing readings, take that with you. You have to ask the hard question. I actually didn't have to ask if she was having any family issues or anything because she actually volunteered that information. She recently 
got divorced from a husband who uh, is pretty wealthy. She was a stay-at-home mom. Um, now, going through a divorce, she had no money to put up a proper defense. And she ended up losing custody of the kids. So her husband has kid, has the kids. Now, she is in chiropractic school working to get her career together. Saturn and Capricorn. Together, because, you know, I don't think the fight is over concerning her kids. Because Saturn can also bring delays. I forgot. Saturn in the fourth house, family issues. She got divorced and is fighting and had a fight over the kids. And the reason she couldn't put up a fight, a proper fight, is because of career stuff. She never had one. She also uh, stated that she is currently taking jiu-jitsu classes. And she is really good at it. I think this is uh, an excellent way for her to ignite her fire warrior energy. It's actually in her, in her. Her moon sign sits in the warrior house. So, uh, taking these fighting classes and um, is really making her want to step up and fight. Um, I know I just kind of slid by it and I really didn't address it. What was that? The hard question. I mentioned, hey, you guys got to answer, ask the hard question. Are you, are y'all sitting up there wondering what was my hard question to her? Since, you know, she volunteered her uh, family issue and all that stuff. I tell you. I asked her if she was, uh, quote, unquote, the trophy wife. It was kind of hard for me to ask that question, but I did. And her answer was yes. Why did I ask that? Because of her looks, because her being a stay-at-home mom, because of the money stuff. Um, now, here is what really fascinated me. I mentioned earlier she had a grand trine in air. A grand trine is like a God-given gift, but you could be lazy with it and actually not use it. And her God-given gift in air, air being intellect, what does this mean? This beauty queen is actually really smart. She is doing the unbalanced Libra thing of losing herself. She lost herself 
with inside of her relationship. Remember I said too accommodating? It was all about her husband's stuff. All about what he wanted to do and all that. And she lost herself. Now, imagine... This is what really made it interesting to me. Imagine being... You ever saw that movie, Idiocracy? When uh, this guy who, who was average intelligence, he got frozen and they forgot about him, him and another female, and um, years and years into the future, they found him, and uh, when they thought him out, him and her, he turned out to be, this average intelligent person ended up being the smartest guy in the world, and he couldn't believe it, just, you know, just normal things the world didn't know about anymore. So I imagine her like that being with her husband. Um, think about it. Being really smart and forced to sit there listening to someone talk about dumb things all the time. And you really can't say much because that person is controlling everything. She probably was in a mental prison for a while. You know? Um, Think about it. Just... Uh, yeah, just in a mental prison. Now, this is a story. I'm going to end this with a story of two women. And the same thing happened to both of these women. The husband cheated with the secretary and ran off with her. 20 years later, later, you see uh, both ladies. You talk to one lady, she's still bitter. She's talking about uh, that no good MF left her for the secretary and le- uh, left her with this and left her with that, right? And she's just still in this bad place 20 years later the other lady when the husband left for the secretary she took some classes and ended up getting a job where she met this guy who ended up being the owner of the company she worked for she got married had kids for this guy. Now, if you ask this lady about that same experience 20 years ago, her response would be, that's the best thing that ever happened to me. She used that as a catalyst 
to push her to better things. The other lady used that same situation as a catalyst and excuse to waddle around and stagnated water for 20 years. This lady, I think she's going to turn out to be just like the other lady. Saying this is the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, I forgot to tell you that the uh, she is currently dating a surgeon in the hospital. Working on her chiropractic degree. Looks like she is heading in the right direction and will be just like that lady that says this was the best thing that happened to me I hope so because I'm rooting for um, I would like to thank y'all for joining me uh, you could get a reading you could contact me you could read my blogs and uh, all that on IamAstrologyReadings.com You could uh, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. Uh, Contact me, leave comments. I'd love to hear from y'all. Know thyself and balance your energy. They say that God don't make no mistakes. And as a man, learn how to pump your brakes. Turn down the wrong road and ain't no escapes. I'm at a crossroads. Either way, ain't a such thing as an easy day. Just gotta keep it moving and keep the faith. Put your game face on and show up and play. If you do it, better do that thing all the way. Win some, lose some along the way. Win, lose, or draw. These are the last days. When nice guys finish last and crime pays. She got a body, well, I wonder is it real or fake? Eight or nine, dime, give or take. Got my L, so I'm speeding on the interstate. Got a ticket plus a fine, had to reinstate. Not the type to be waiting on the sweet. Steaks. I'm the type to go to Philly for a cheesesteak Forget living like a cheapskate Lighting up, y'all funny like D-Ray Always wanting war, D-Day I'm trying to live it up every single millisecond I put it down every day, but it been a second And life ain't no time out, so wait a second Your whole minute is gone in less than 60 seconds That's the story of my life, let me narrate I done came a long way, I should celebrate Celebration of life, I dedicate Yeah, this is what I dedicate